Hello, listener, and welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands, the podcast from FITV. I'm not going to lie. I'm lying down. It's, it's been a tough old week and I've got backaches. I'm lying on a hot water bottle on the FITV orange sofa. Catherine's just informed us that she's lost our advert sting. I'm very sorry, listeners of the show. If you hear random advert music, I, I lost it somewhere in the project. So Watchers, if you, viewers of the show. Yeah, yeah. So viewers of the show. If you're a listener but not a viewer, <laughs> you should be. You know, go to our website, fitv.co.fk, click on the link week 537 and you'll be listening to it and then halfway through there'll just be this random piece of music and that's the music I, that Catherine's... I feel like we're in a uh, scene of Titanic. You know where Rose is on the chaiselongue being painted? <laughs> <laughs> Paint me like one yeah. of your Falklands women. Yeah, that's really you, look, you look like you're ready for... Um, to be painted by someone, not that any I'm going to painting on Saturday. Yeah. Should we get Richard over? Yeah, that's what we need, Richard. I don't, I don't think he does um, people. Anyway, hello, <laughs> listener. Sorry, we're just whittling on there. So um, I'm here with uh, Hannah. Hello. Hello. And uh, who is eating chocolate. I've oh, just had, I've had my fill of chocolate. And Johnny, who apparently is full of energy. I am, yeah. I'm feeling good. Why um, are you full of energy? Oh, I don't. I feel like I'm mentioning it too much now. No, no. Oh, let's do tell do us it. about your hobby. But I what have been. Heard, I have been swimming um, early morning swimming. Done that a few times this week. A few times last week. Um, so yeah, um, it gives gives you a bit of a spring in the step. A little bit of a smug spring. So really, <laughs> that is because your body started to produce um, endorphins, endorphins, and enkephalins, which are addictive drugs and uh, related to um, opium. So, so you're an addict. You're making so that you're link. an addict. Really. <laughs> Isn't that similar yeah, to that's chocolate? That's all about. Yeah, maybe. Quite probably quite similar to chocolate, to be fair. Anyway, we started off last week. Uh, so this is Thursday, the 10th of June. We started off last week. You went to the nursery. Brand new nursery opening. Yes, yeah, so that was Friday, 4pm. Me and Catherine went to the opening of Bright Beginnings, which was really good. Um, much needed new facility, childcare facility in the Falklands. So yeah. Um, there were, it was quite, it was a bit of a shock, I think, when we first came in, because we'd come from a quite a quiet office, where everyone was winding down for the week, and then into a room of 30 excitable <laughs> young children, all yeah. just charging around and, and wondering why there are older, strange men and women filming Aww. them. So it was, it was, it was, it was kind of, yeah, a bit of a shock, but it was good to see and, and a really good thing for the local community good that community. there's, there's that child support yeah. there. Because there's a, not that many nurseries here, are there? From what I, know, I think there's only about four, or am I correct in saying that? Now? I think you're probably right, five. yeah. There's, uh, we certainly count them on one hand. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, the, the owner, um, the name slips me now, Caitlin. but Caitlin, yeah, Caitlin, she was telling us how she'd been having the nursery in her home for the past three years. Oh, wow, okay. So, yeah, so she'd been... So she's now extended. Oh, wow. Extended it and actually had this separate building built, um, constructed, and... She was telling me about how um, her, her two sons were having to share their bedrooms. So in the day, their bedroom was the nursery. And oh, then gosh. they'd go from, from the nursery to their bedrooms. Once again, they'd get reclaimed in the evening. But I think they were, by, by three years down the line, they were pretty fed up of sharing yeah. their bedroom. So, yeah, so yeah. that's nice. So it's week 537. It's at the run-up run to Liberation Day, which actually is next Monday. So we'll tell you all about that next week. Um, coming up on Saturday, of course, uh, one of the memorials is HMS Glamorgan. HMS Glamorgan was the very first, one of the very first things that FITV actually filmed. We did a big piece um, because they came down and, and um, put up their memorial, which is 
some Welsh slate or something. Mm. Yeah. See, I remember last year when we went, the weather was not on our in our favour at all. So it was a. Uh, Pretty windy, and poor old Reverend Ian Pauls Pauls was trying to kind of say the speech, but the audio kept cutting out. All you could hear. Do you know what? It's always been the same. I'm sorry, HMS Glamorgan people, but your memorial, isn't it, right on the corner of South Bay, is exceptionally exposed. exposed. Mm. Yeah, more so than Atlantic Conveyor, I'd say. Yeah. Um, But the first, they came down in 2011, and the captain, who has since passed away, and the navigator, Ian Inskip who's since passed away, um, they all both came down and we interviewed him. It was, it was lovely. One of my first interviews, Johnny, and he was so lovely to interview because yeah. I had no idea about HMS Glamorgan at all. Um, and he went, I've just got some questions for you if you want to just read these out and I'll tell you the answers. And I went, <laughs> OK, sweet, that's what we did. Um, so, yes, l- love HMS Glamorgan. Um, on the show this week, we've got quite a bundle of stuff for you, um, listener. Well, you'll be viewer if you're actually watching the show. Uh, electric cars. Tell us about those. Electric cars, yeah. So I, I went for a little spin earlier in the week in these, this new fleet of electric cars that have come to the islands. So I, I've been told that the history of electric cars, there, have been, there has been an electric van. Stanley yes, Stanley Service Electric van, van down. down before. And then there's, there was the electric buggy on one of the islands. But this is the first fleet of actual more than one of the same electric vehicle. Um, so it's a, it's a Kia of some sort. I forget that again, I forget the, the full name. It's quite long winded, but mm. yeah, they, they do. St- you tried to make Nito, is it or something? Write, read it out in the news, which I cut mm. it out. Yeah, <laughs> put your foot down there, didn't you? Magneto, is it or something like yeah, that? Something Nito, E plus. E, yeah, Eco something. <laughs> yeah. But they stand out when you look at them. I don't know, did you guys get to get a chance to see them? Yeah, the pit from the footage. You saw, and, and Catherine and I actually saw um, one today when we were doing the court report. Yeah, well, that's they, what I mean. It looked like it could do with a wash. Someone has obviously taken it for a good <laughs> spin round town. Well, that's what they're doing because yeah, they're they're in them. they're in the trial phase of of testing the the range and the batteries and and just to make sure that they're actually suitable for the Falklands. Because as we know, it's not it's not just your general climate here. Like you no. need to need to. Well, no. It's also a lot of short distance driving, isn't it? Unless you're going out to camp, it's a lot of short distance driving in town. Mm. And that's not necessarily good for a four by four, do you know, four wheel yeah, drive yeah. car. Um, but also, like for me, I always think with electric cars, yeah, great idea. But oh, how long? How many miles am I going to get out of it? Do you know how that's often it. do I have to charge it? Is it a case of oh, I'm going to drive somewhere and then think, oh my god, I've run out of juice? Where do I charge? Stranded. It? Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. The deal with that. Did Sam indicate anything about? Yeah. Well, he he was showing me the the range on it. So the range that he had at fully charged was around nearly 300 miles oh, wow. so that's a it's, it has a long range yeah. but obviously if you're exerting the car more then yeah. that that battery will run down going up the hills going up going, the yeah. hills. going up hills does that's obviously kill your electric electric guitar electric car <laughs> yeah no that's it going up hills will, will will use more battery but then when we actually went down a few hills as well and he was showing me this little nifty bit of tech that it's got in it where it will actually help recharge the battery when you go okay. down the hill. I would say so, it uses the momentum of you going yeah. down. To, that's so yeah, clever. Yeah, so it feeds back into the battery. Mm. So there is a bit of to and fro there, but they don't know exactly, you know, if you're going around a real bumpy track, like say in mm. camp, for example, and if that's just going to make the battery go haywire. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't have thought so, but I think it because it's exerting more power and you're going a bit more on and off the accelerator, it might mm. it might just mean that it runs out a bit quicker. Are these cars manual or automatic? Automatic, these oh, ones, cool. yeah. So there's four of them at the moment. Um, there, are, So one is 
Sam's kind of, it's a bit of like the, the test car that they're mm. doing all the tests on. And then the three of us have already been leased out to business owners. So they're going to be driving around. So are they going to be rentals then? or? What yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the idea. So, so if people are interested, they can lease them out and rent them for a time being. But then also if they wanted to make an offer of actually buying them outright, that's also on the table. Could With, be, could be okay. the way forward for the Falklands. I mean, the thinnest ozone layer above us might yeah. actually do us some good. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, yeah. and it's... And it's Sam was explaining it's not new technology mm. it's stuff that has been around a while and for the rest of the world but it's something that seems to make sense here it's yeah. just it's just getting the right model it seems mm -hmm. and not not to say that this this first one is a bad uh, car yeah. but he was saying they're very much thinking long term in that they might bring on try and bring on some four by four electric models if if that's what people yeah want and that's what works better so one to watch out for but it's, it's it's cool i enjoyed it i didn't actually get to go behind the wheel unfortunately maybe we'll be getting a uh, fitv electric car who knows yeah. years down the line saturday the 12th is also um worldwide knitting public day we like that day don't we hannah we do like that day johnny doesn't particularly like that day do you johnny um i'm not sold yet but sell it to me come on i know John, johnny <laughs> prefers electric cars this is it <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a boy who likes his toys. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's Worldwide Knitting Public Day, which is um, I don't know what it's for really, just to raise awareness of knitting. I don't know. Um, but we thought we would tag it together with the fact that uh, the Falklands is a wool producer. Mm. So we went to see the very lovely Vicky Bernston down at the Wool Company, who told us some very exciting things about wool in the Falklands and what wool was like. And wool is. A fabulous fibre, I think that's the underlying... I didn't realise how sustainable it is. it is. This is actually the nice theme, actually, for the show, I feel like. The environment and sustainability. It? it could be our green environmental cars, issue. Green green wool and, yeah. and green uh, World Oceans Day. Done. Yeah. Mm. Um, apart from the shearing bit, which you just have to pretend that they're, um, you know, the fleece is magicked off the sheep. Well, um, hand shears, hand shears, eco-friendly. Yeah. Use no lucky. Um, but then the uh, the wool itself is lightweight. It um, forms like a breathable layer um, above your skin. Um, allows the air to circulate. Is also resi uh, water resistant. This is something I've never understood. Is people always say, "Oh yeah, wear a wool jumper. And it'll keep you warm in the wet weather." I thought when wool gets wet, it's very hard to dry. Whereas someone else has told me it's water resistant. Yeah, so it's I'm like, resistant. I don't quite understand. What, Flick, what's, what's the difference between water resistant and waterproof? And water well, <laughs> flick some water at it um, when you're next. If somebody brings in something that's wool, flick some water at it and have a look at it. Right, next Talking time of flicking water, I know Ollie's got a brand new coat. Uh, he was, he was, I was making a cup of tea and he was standing in the kitchen and I said, is it waterproof? And he went, I don't know. So I just got a handful of water and flicked it at him and went, yeah, it is. But you can see the water... I'm sure he appreciated well that. <laughs> yeah. He did. He very much appreciated that. Um, I'm going to have to sit up because my arm is aching now. <laughs> you are horizontal at the moment. I'm going to get my voice change now as I stand, sit up. Right. But yes, International Knitting Public Day. Uh, so Catherine, Hannah and I went over to uh, Rose's Cafe, which is fantastic. I can highly recommend their baked potatoes, by the mm. way. Um, earlier on the week and did some knitting in there so you're working you're this is something i'm gonna bring in i think is knitting therapy sessions for uh, fitv so you boys are gonna learn how to knit yeah i don't i, I quite like doing creative i think you'd enjoy things. it actually Donnie. you could knit yourself some socks or a hat yeah. you never know i, I do like bam it. socks so. exactly i've said it on so many occasions johnny right these military guys who come down to the falklands and they go right we're gonna do a challenge 
Ah, oh, we're going to tab from San Carlos into, into, into Stammy. That's not a challenge. They're fit guys anyway. It's nothing. If they want a challenge, <laughs> they need to go down to the Spinners and Weavers Guild and they need to spin some more. That's a challenge. It is a challenge. I mean, I've tried it myself and it, it was the most unrelaxing thing I've ever done. Oh, that was hilarious, wasn't it? That was the museum community day we went to a couple yeah. of weeks ago, wasn't it? And yeah, I felt so under pressure. Your face, the look of shock. It was like rabbit in headlights, honestly. It was so funny. Can you do that then, Paula? You, can, you can spin? Yes. Really? It's yeah. like, it seems... What's it? Uh, Rumple Stiltskin, who spins the uh, gold thread. Mm. Straw into gold. Yeah, there we go. Mm. That Close used enough. to scare me, that story. Yeah. But anyway. um, yes, yeah, so it's Worldwide Knitting Public Day. Get your needles out. Um, it'll also lower your blood pressure, I'll tell you that have, right Have now. you guys got any projects on? Before we move on, have you got any knitting projects that you've started or yes. you're in the middle of the moment? Yes. There's um, a really good pattern that's doing the rounds in the Falklands. Knitting um, gloves. Knitty fingerless yeah, gloves. I'm having a get you yeah. to me. It takes you? 50 grams of wool, um, oh, yeah. which is usually what you would spin. Uh, obviously, it needs to be like Aaron weight. Obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, and it just takes 50 grams of, of wool. And that you, you're doing I'm having it, a go at it, and actually, it's quite straightforward. I quite enjoyed it. I mean, there's some bits I've been like, oh, no, I don't understand. But it knits up real neat as well. It's not like scrappy or anything like that so i've nearly finished my yeah. first fingerless with club. four needles as well four, four and then i've got another pro needles. i'm terrible i'm one of those people that has like four projects on at once picks it up leaves it doesn't pick it up for another two years goes where on earth am i in the pattern scrap what that unpick, start again mm. yeah. <laughs> that's it that's it um we had a surprise guest on the uh, sofa this week oh. as well um we don't normally have guests on the sofa but i met rob in um out and about and said to him, why don't you bring Arthur down? Let's have Arthur on the sofa. Yeah, he was a poor fef, poor fact. Oh, oh so there we go. <laughs> yeah. So he's a crossbreed. He's a um, cross between a, a Shih Tzu and a Bichon Frise. I can't remember what he called it. Uh, an American. A Juzu or something. Something. Yeah. It, there was a really American simple name. Teddy bear. Yeah, it's yeah. like an American teddy. Quite long it? in the body, very, very um, good temperament. He just sat between us, didn't he? I was going to say, from looking at the footage from the show, he doesn't look like he's trying to get off the sofa or anything. Very well-behaved dog. Yeah. No mm. yapping Didn't bark once, no. really. Licking, licking our clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, my child has got <laughs> As you're sweating under the studio lights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, join, uh, have a look. The second half of the programme, Arthur, comes on for that. Star of the show, I'd say. Yeah, well, I think so, because he's, he's lovely. Um, I've got here Christchurch Cathedral, which is quite a sad story, really, because um, Christchurch Cathedral has been up for over 125 years, hasn't it, Hannah? Yeah, it has. Um, and we actually did a piece on it a good yeah. few years ago when Michelle was working Yeah, beautiful for us. piece on that. She did a very interesting piece on it, but it came up this week in the um, historic... Buildings committee. Yeah, so it was originally it was a corn exchange, so um, a corn exchange building. Where I think the, the the churchy bit was one side of it or something, and in the peat slip of eighteen seventy something or other, um, it basically demolished the exchange building. Um, so they rebuilt it with some of the stone. So the grey stone you can see is from the building that that had really I been know, the yeah, original building. Yeah. The original building. Um, and they built the cathedral. Um, unfortunately, the brick that they use, the red brick. Um, see, if you speak, to, you speak to different people down here. There's some people that say that the red brick was from the local brickworks, and it's not very good. 
And some people will say that the brick was actually in a sunken ship and they rescued it and that's why it's not very I good. I wondered where they got the brickwork from because houses in Stanley typically aren't built with brick. With red brick, you know, yeah. With red brick. And so I did actually think, when I saw Oliver's piece that's going out this week, I was like, oh, where is that red brick actually from? And it's awful because as you walk into the cathedral, if you look at the window, the window sill, the, the red brick, it's just mortar with dust in between mm. it, basically. Mm. Um, so how on earth it's still standing, I do not know. Massive, massive, humongous crack. The, the, the windows are all buckled and stuff. Um, it's, apparently it's still safe to be inside, um, but it needs... But it'd be an awful shame that if, if it about bad weather blew, do you know, caused a load of... Well, we, we did, didn't we, a few years ago. The roof, didn't it? Yeah, the, um, bits of masonry were falling off it and they had to put some um, scaffolding up. Mm-hmm. to help it and they've now got netting over the top of it but it's it it i think from what i've been told it, it either needs to be knocked down and rebuilt or um it, each brick has got to be taken out and replaced oh, wow. i think it would be an awful shame to knock it down because it is one of the most iconic structures of in stanley do you know yeah. it's on the money it's isn't it it's on the money people know it. but i find it shocking that it's not part of the it's not um a listed building mm. Mm. I don't know why that is. No, I don't know. But it just seems like maybe, I think Ollie might discuss it in our show this week. But. Another reason to watch episode number three, uh, 537, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, a shameless plug. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also the the venue of the Liberation Service, isn't it? The start of, yeah. of Monday, so any, any Monday's events. Yeah. So any big memorial um, service is normally held in the Christchurch Cathedral. Mm. Yeah. So without that, I don't know where, where would people go? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Um, but anyway, if you sit listening to this and you've got several million that you'd like to um, donate to the Christchurch Cathedral, I'm sure they will be very, very grateful to receive that. Maybe throw so a couple of million to FITV. And oh, yeah, no, yeah, and us as well. <laughs> yeah, and us as well. Um, Friday, flu jab day. Have you booked your appointments? I haven't. Are you going to have it done? I'm umming and ahhing. I haven't you? actually either, um, but it's just something that I've just completely not given a thought to. But it's not that I'm against getting it done um it'll be tomorrow morning for us won't it if, if we do do it um well you've got to book in a, an appointment in a single appointment I think. yeah you've got to book an appointment um of course if you're listening to this listener we are in winter down here we're just approaching midwinter so um flu sis, flu season flu but season. have you been you've not been poorly since you've been oh, you've not been down here very long no i've not been but felt it's all right the swimming That's yeah really exactly it's the, swimming. the swimming spring in my step <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I had a cold. You said you were feeling I don't, under, yeah. Right? Today I'm, I'm feeling like today is the day that the cold is coming. Okay. But I'm one of those people, like, if I start feeling like I'm getting a cold, I will drink lemon shit, whatever, before... Or any other cold or any other cold that's available. Be, uh, yeah, but do you know what I mean? Take all the meds, because I think, right, I'll try and nip it in the bud before it gets worse. But then sometimes I wonder whether that actually makes it worse. I don't know. I don't know. I think if if I the, really if like the infections the there, I think that's that's it. You you're done. It's scuppered. Yeah. But um, well, that's what brings us to the end of the list that we've got here. Have you got? Sorry. I no, no. I was, <laughs> was going to say the surely just to add on to the flu jab. Like that's good timing for you. Well, chuck the flu jab in. Get, get it in there. Worse. Get it in there, and then and then you've got it out of the way. Eh? Yeah. True. Maybe we shall see. I always assumed this sounds very awful, but look, flu jabs were for people over the age of sixty. <laughs> Thank you. Right, come on, argue, argue this, Paula. Tell me, why, why should, 
Why are flu jabs typically offered for the elderly, but never in the UK? It's like free flu jabs if you're over 60, but if you're young, you're not offered them for free. You've got to pay for them. But here, it's a really, you don't. It's a really nasty infection. There's only a few thousand people here. It's mm. easy to do, isn't it? It's the same mm. with the, the uh, COVID vaccine. It's easy to do. You know, I in the UK, you'd only mm. just be getting yours. No, you might not I, even I mean, be I wouldn't, I wouldn't I be wouldn't offered it yet. Second. Yeah. yeah. I think they're, they're only just, you can only start booking for people in their late 20s, which is, yeah. which is you, Hannah. Oh. So I'm a, the last time I had flu, I was very poorly. And I think if I, you know, 20, 30, 40 years older than I, it would have just done me in, I think. So um, on that somber note, God, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's something to think about. Sorry, listener. I have to go and go and do some knitting now to to, to uh, lower my blood pressure. <laughs> um, anyway, listener, we're going to leave you there. I think um, have a good weekend. Don't forget to knit out in public on Saturday the twelfth if you're out and about. And remember us on Monday the fourteenth because we'll be out there at the Liberation Memorial. Remembering them. Remembering them. Yeah, indeed. Um, and we'll see you next Friday. If you want to subscribe to FITV, it's very easy to do. If you're living in Stanley or where there is a KTV signal, then you can contact KTV on 22349 um, and they'll tell you what to do. If anywhere else in the world and you've got an internet connection, then subscribe to FITV. We have viewers worldwide, yeah. which is quite interesting. So It'd be nice. Um, yeah. Hello to everyone who follows me on Twitter, at Rita underscore Siegel. There it um, is. <laughs> Thought we were gonna make it. Yeah, no, no, we're not. I need all. I need all the uh, followers I can get. And uh, don't forget, you can watch all of our. Well, a lot of our uh, features and stuff on our YouTube channel. On our YouTube, we yeah. Date regularly. Yes, mm-hmm. you do now. Um, so the FITV uh, channel on YouTube is is jam packed full of stuff. Jam packed. Goodies. Anyway, we shall have a good weekend. Stay safe during the week, and we will speak to you next week. Bye. See ya.